0: I don't know this Is this Murder, (laughs) She Wrote?
1: (laughs) Yes. Yes, it totally is. I went to Nancy Drew, but those are just books.
2: Yeah, no, well, if Nancy Drew were a show, it'd probably be Murder, She Wrote.
1: Yes. Hello, hello again. Bing is for doing, and what are we doing? We're doing a whodunit after show. I'm your host, Steph Z, and joined across from my lovely matching co-hosts tonight. Hey, guys, it's Virginia.
2: Uh, It's Brian. sweet.
1: Sweet. Um, so let's get right into it. So very, very, at the beginning of this episode, we see the teams again. It's a very big point of the teams. And actually, they're talking about, you know, the destroying the teams almost. How Lindsay was part of both the team, and now they're all trying to, like, ostracize her and get her kicked out. Which I think is a very interesting strategy. And it it, it took four episodes to get to that, where they're like, wow, we can actually get somebody gone. And even though she was the one that was, like, safe first last time, and we were talking about, like, do they go with that this means that she's really smart, or are they going to all pit against her? And they kind of all pit against her.
3: Yeah, I definitely think, you know, since this is a brand new series, they kind of have to figure out which way to go with how to eliminate people. You know, can it be just two teams or should it be knocking off people one by one? You know, um, every reality, you know, kind of competition like this, there's always, you know, different strategies. And so it's interesting, you know, I, I mean, I see Gino's side of it where they're like, okay, let's just get rid of her because she's kind of like screwing them both, but then also I can see Cam's side of it where he's like, he needs to keep his team strong because, you know, it's us against them. Right. So it's definitely interesting to see how this season is going to play out and, you know, what tips season two, if there is a season two, how they'll, you know, start off strategizing in the beginning.
1: Yeah, that is very interesting. I think the rules will change a little bit. And I think also the no, like what we know or what we're clued into, so to speak, will also be changing if, you know, we have future seasons of this, which we would love because we love it. Um, Okay, so why don't we start with our three scenes, unless you want to say anything else about teams. Anyone? Anyone?
3: Brian, did you have any thoughts on that? I have
1: no thoughts. (laughs) <laughs> That's rare. Very, very rare. <laughs> um, Okay, it was very interesting. So we break down into the three locations, but this time there's a new place to investigate and get clues. So... Giles comes in and says that you can actually inspect the mountain lion and see what kind of clues are on the mountain lion, which, again, is only sleeping for another short period of time. So they got to be careful. I love that they threw that in as if the lion would actually wake up and eat them, too. (laughs) But you got to give them credit for, like, throwing those little things in because, like, it brings it to that ridiculous point but it, so it keeps it light and funny but you know we're also all like who's this killer you know what i mean like we're all intrigued to know but it keeps it a little bit like really you know. yeah
3: i definitely think we've been a very critical sometimes of the realisticness of the show or the reality of the show um because you know it is kind of silly like we know that the mountain lion is not gonna wake up but then right. you know we have to think back they're trying to make this a murder mystery and you know as real as possible, so they're giving them that fake scenario of, oh, you know, you have this amount of time, so it might wake up. You know, like right. I think in my head when I'm watching it, I have to remember that that part of it, like, okay, this isn't real because obviously that, I mean, I guess the mountain lion could wake up. Oh, that
2: was that was a stuffed mountain lion that they were looking at.
1: But. It, <laughs> And Brian keeping it real.
3: (laughs) And there we go. That was my exact point. It's like
2: going into its gums and stuff. Well they
3: pulled out that piece of Dawn but then realized it was steak. Right. Right. But I think That's, okay. you know, we've even had our YouTube commenters say that, like, you know, yeah. we're being a li- we're taking it a little bit too serious, which we, we love your comments, even, you know, the cruel ones. We do appreciate you guys watching us and, you know, yeah. commenting. But that is something that, you know, some of our viewers have said, we are taking it too, too realistic. And I think that's just because, you know, Brian, you really, you know, you take
1: you- it apart. Like, you really... But I think that's good. I think bringing yeah. that reality to the show is good, and, like, we can discuss it. I mean, just so everyone out there knows, like, we we know that the mountain lion it wasn't going to eat anybody.
3: And we also know that uh, the people really
1: aren't dying. What? Yeah. <laughs> But we do appreciate your comments. We appreciate your feedback. Um, You guys download us on iTunes, comment, helps keep the lights on, all that kind of stuff. It's really good for us to hear what you guys want. We have a couple things later, actually, that I want to mention from things that people actually wrote in, some theories that people had. And people also... Um, one of the comments was in our predictions, they would like if we would predict who we thought would be killed next week, yeah. like after Ulysses dies. So I think we're going to incorporate that into our predictions as well. So, um, OK, back to the line. OK, so we don't really get anything from the lion. We get that there's blood on the paws and the mouth. And we get that, you know, they came up with this great idea that the lion was delivered. Okay, we got that. The lion didn't just roam into Malibu or wherever they're filming to do that. So we got, it. like, that was, that was good. Um, I think the interesting thing, and to the lion went Chris and Gino. I think the interesting thing for the morgue where Melina, Sasha, and Ulysses went is I felt like I saw a big chin, not, big but like a slight change in the information gathered from the morgue because of previous times don was always there and he was using his expertise to break stuff down like once the whole coach cover was blown he was really you know giving interesting things about the morgue and since he wasn't there they were kind of a little bit like dumbfounded for lack of a better way of saying it you know what i mean they were like well it's, he's pink and he's red and
2: yeah i mean know? yeah i i I mean, if you look who. I mean, Sasha and Melina, although they were in. uh, Although they ended up with the, you know, the relevant information, I don't think they got it from the morgue. Certainly Ulysses was. Didn't didn't seem to gather anything. He Uh,
3: seemed clueless every time he went to the morgue. Like, I feel like all the people that actually went to the morgue never had to figure anything out because you're right. Don always gave them the information. He always was like, well, this is
1: exactly why they're pink. Or, you know, he would have given us the exact
3: information yeah, I, I think he from probably first... would
2: have said that looks like poisoning or right something.
1: Right, or reaction yeah. right, or yeah. something like that he wouldn't have been like this is an, one of them said like an blooding or something whatever this they is said this pink stuff yeah. and there's
3: white stuff like you know <laughs> right. he had exact reasoning for everything so I definitely think that was you know poor Don on the table because we right. won't get that expert you know, it anymore. was it was
1: very interesting it, it did bring in the elements of like what you would actually ask and see you know at an actual crime scene. So we'll have to see how that plays out. Somebody else might step up and have more information. like it would have been interesting if Dana would have been in the morgue because she you know when we get into later she clearly knew that it was poisoning because of her family history and work stuff and whatever. but I guess that all just depends on who you know winds up where so to speak. And then we have the kitchen. And apparently the kitchen, not that you get all the clues at first, but that's where most of the clues are.
2: Yeah.
3: I was actually very surprised at Ronnie. I think he, like, he's proving that bounty hunters are the <laughs> way to go, and you need to solve a crime because, like, he figured it out. Other than the whole, like, I need to cause a distraction. Like, he figured that out, and everybody else was right. kind of just like to
2: be a counterpoint. To be fair, <laughs> Don maybe had a little more chops than we gave him credit for, as we see this week, and he was just sharing the information, being a public servant. So, you know, it's not...
3: Okay, okay. But, you know, Ronnie, at first I was kind of, like, on the
1: fence about Ronnie, but now I feel like, you know, he really is good at investigating
3: stuff. He does seem to be
2: showing off, like, every week. Well, last week, yeah, last
1: week he had, you know, a lot as well. And I did what you mentioned that I don't want to, like, skip over. Like, I really like how Ronnie, like, he's getting the game more. He was like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to try and distract them. Even though his
2: distraction was like, I was like how do you do a one person distraction from yourself? <laughs> yeah, But it
1: worked because he was looking at the stove And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, I figured this out. This is what this is going to be. And if I stand here, everyone's going to come over and be like, what was he looking at? What did he see? So he, you know, says, like, let me reenact the cat, you know, the lion. (laughs) And he starts hopping on stuff, which makes them not look there. So I think that was very smart of him. And, you know, it's just the growth. Because in the beginning of the show, it was very much like, okay, oh, my God, I'm excited. I have a clue. And everyone, like, followed everyone, which is still happening. But he showed
2: that he. Especially by Sasha. Yeah. Yeah, we'll,
3: we'll get there. Yeah, I can't okay. stand Let's see her. See
2: that we do. Girl. Really?
3: <laughs> oh man, mm.
1: thorn in my side. Yeah, it mm. is. Uh, well, some yeah. other things that we picked up from the kitchen that I think were key to figuring it out. Not only was you know something happened with the stove, was that there wasn't a lot of blood, which Dana said, which you know was very interesting. And she said from her nursing skills, it looks like something else, which later you know turned into something different.
3: Right. And I think they kind of really piece that together because every, like even at the morgue they were like, Well, there's not really a lot of wounds and then with the mountain lion they said they, they even said something like, Oh, there's not a lot of blood. Like everybody kept wondering where the blood was. So I think everybody kind of knew except, it, it was. Except Ulysses
2: who in his final thing <laughs> said you pulled him. him down and killed him in some odd but still would be cat killing him way.
1: Right. Somebody else in the exits I think said that he bled to death. That was Ulysses. Oh, it was him. Okay. Yeah. Okay. By mauling.
2: Yeah, which is although I mean, he... I mean, Chris said that that the killer released oxygen to kill Don.
1: <laughs> she did say that. I think that was a Freudian slip or whatever. But yeah, too much oxygen so that he got a heart attack. <laughs> Love you, Chris. But that was just funny. um And then after the kitchen, anything else you want to add about the kitchen? No, I'm uh, just still laughing. Oh, about... I like the kitchen
2: yeah. actually. It's got really nice appliances.
1: It is a very
3: nice I mean,
2: kitchen. For for saying stuff about the kitchen... Well, yeah. it, was,
3: it was nice how they stepped on the mat, and then it opened yeah. the thing. Yeah, they did figure out that. And, and then really, they flipped yeah. it over. So, like, it, it is It was very unequal
2: almost this week, at least. I mean, maybe we just didn't... Maybe the people in the other places just didn't uncover stuff that there was available to them, but, right. you know, so much of the... I mean, between the later mystery and then the kitchen, I think you get basically everything. Yeah. yeah, no, I totally agree with that. Yeah, because was, there
3: wasn't much at the morgue other than he didn't have a lot of wounds and he was pink. You know, because they even flipped right. him over and were like, oh, there's paw prints on his back. That's got to be, that's interesting. Well, I they mean, kept saying everything was interesting. Yeah. No, significant. Oh, significant. 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 That, the significant.
1: word of the day is significant, <laughs> yes. apparently, on who done it. So, um, but yeah, no, the kitchen, that was very significant. How they <laughs> realized that once you stepped on the mat, the the door slid up and the cat was already there. Um, you know, the other thing that they did find on the cat that with the lion that we didn't, you know, mention was the tag, which I mm-hmm. really thought they were gonna there was going to be some clue on that tag, but there wasn't. Or maybe you're right. Maybe they just didn't find it. Yeah, you know,
2: I mean, one of the things is that if, you know, if Ronnie hadn't said, hey, let's look in the or let me look in the stove, you know, they might never have we might never have known that there was that significant clue in the stove. Right. I mean, there was enough other clues around there that. That it could have conceivably have been that that was all there There would have been. Like, we, we wouldn't have been like, oh, well, there must be missing something. So, and the other places, I, there might have been a lot of other things they could have seen. Right. Just, you know, because it just seemed that both of them were so sparse as to clues.
3: Well, I guess the, the thing that we did see from the mountain lion was that when they opened the mouth, it was a steak that came out and it wasn't, you know, a piece of, like, flesh because that also signified that, you know, he didn't really eat Dawn,
1: he ate the steak. Right.
2: Oh, you could eat both.
1: Yeah, but it signified also that Don died. Like, Don was... Like, from at the end when they reveal what happens, Don died. Like, he got the, the cyanide in his face, and then he died, and the cat, like, ate him a little bit, but probably smelt the steak and went there. At least that's what, you know, they said. We know Don didn't really get eaten. Um And yeah. then from in there, I think it's very interesting again this whole Lindsay drama, you know, we have Lindsay and Chris and they overhear, you know, what what the other team's saying. You know what I mean? They're they're listening in, they're overhearing, and she's like, Wow, they all don't trust me. So in her head, she's thinking now, I really need to stay in close with, you know, Cam and Ulysses and Chris. And then we see a, a flip. We see Chris then go back and tell Milena and Sasha that she doesn't trust Lindsay. You know what I mean? It was like literally like flip-flopped. Yeah, I don't understand why Chris did that. Like that was
3: what my, like I understand that she doesn't trust her, but then she went and said, oh, we were spying on you. Like why would you tell them we were spying on you? That didn't make any sense to me at all.
2: I don't know, but I do know one thing. I mean, if they they have to basically, Cam and Chris need to figure something out. Right now, starting at the next episode, because you can't have a two person team in this game. There's three locations. Places. Yeah, I mean, so they need to either, you know, lure Lindsay back into their trust or defect. Because um, once you drop below three, like you can't, you, you you are giving up one of the locations, which is really interesting. And you know, I I don't think they did a very good job of uh, thinking about what would happen if they lost one person. I mean, th- you know, Cam kind of mentioned that, well, we'd need to have four, but then they didn't really, I don't know how they, they didn't seem to treat Lindsay very well. And now, you know, she seems to trust no one, and probably rightly so.
3: Yeah, but I mean, I think she still has to go with them because who else does she have? She knows the other team is voting for her off. And I mean the like the interesting thing about this show also is that you don't necessarily have to get some clues to get other clues. But, like, you know, we see like as we continue to move forward, once they give all the clues, then Sasha just starts following people or you can overhear somebody. Like it doesn't you don't necessarily have to have a team, I mean it helps. But it's
2: easy to freeze out two people, I think. Right. I mean if you have someone who's absolutely not going to a location, then you know, you don't have to worry about that at all. I mean, you, you just quietly tell the other people in your group. Or don't tell them. Right. I mean, I think it's going to start now that we're going to see the other group is definitely going to start fracturing pro- probably the next episode pretty significantly.
1: It will be interesting. I wonder who will be that third For some reason, I think that Lindsay will be part of that team, so Well, they speak. have no other choice. Right. But they could say no and get somebody else.
3: But who else would defect to that team? Why would you defect to that team? You would Gino.
2: Gino is... He is a a feisty, feisty I feel like he's on
1: his own. Like, he just does what he needs to do for himself. Right. But I think, too, the reason why Chris was telling Melina and Sasha went back to the original plan of everybody against Lindsay. That's that's why she went and told them because she was playing it up like, well, let me go and look like this. And then they're not going to get mad at me that I was listening in because I was doing something with Lindsay. But then Lindsay heard what you guys said. You know what I mean? Like, she was playing both sides as well. So I think that was maybe why that was happening. Um, And then, so after that, both teams, you know, are uniting, like we said, to throw Lindsay off. And I I think that ties back into a lot of that. Um, And then we have the killer note, which, you know, begins the first series of clues for this episode. And it says, you know, take you out of your element um, where you're cool and laid back. And Brian, you were saying that right away you knew that was the morgue.
2: Yeah, well. Right. I, yeah. I because mean, I'd seen the periodic table on the wall there before, for one thing. But also, cool and laid back. I mean, it just seemed to me that that it'd be, you know, laid back. Stiff as a corpse. Right. Um, I mean, the other where the other people sh- went when they showed them first, I said, yeah, those are reasonable. I, I thought that's a reasonable alternatives. Although, you know, they don't usually show the correct place first, too. So I was. Um, but yeah, as soon as they said it, I was thinking morgue. Well, the um, C
3: and the N also. And the C. Oh,
2: I mean, yeah. it was very clear that they were talking about somewhere that you know has elements, and they probably weren't relying on people to un- to remember their eighth grade science. That the C, periodic table, right, exa- yeah, right. So um, I was thinking, yeah, morgue, and sure enough. There's the periodic table of elements. as carbon and nitrogen right next to each other. They're given a magnifying glass, which is also kind of tips them off that it's going to be something written down. Uh, if you go up, there's on the periodic table. There's a tiny little, tiny little riddle just right. written there.
1: Right before that, though, I really still think that it's very interesting that there's so m- there's different options. You mean there was like th- right. people go to the freezer. People went outside. Like people still are like they think they know so they go but they some people are so lost from the from the beginning
2: clue yeah, but i mean they do a they intentionally i think do a good job of right. of making uh, clues that you know aren't just ambiguous but are you know but but are ambiguous yet suggestive of actual locations that that correlate to multiple locations. So exactly. right when 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 someone goes to the pool and then they explain why their theory, you know, of going to the pool, you you think to yourself, yeah, that's actually that's you know th- that yeah. makes sense. Um you know the uh, ad- out of your element being well, what are we in now? I mean, th- Air, water, yeah. So I mean, some of them are also always just wacky and off the ball when they do explain it, which I, usually it's Dana, but not this week. <laughs> well, she did a little the H2O stuff. But.
3: Yeah, I definitely think they do a really good job with, like, your first instinct, and then they, they just start running, you know? And it's like, but you only have that certain amount of time, because you know if your first instinct isn't right, someone else's might be, and then you have that bell working against you. So it's basically like you got to figure it out as fast as possible. So...
2: It, or just find someone like, like or, Sasha. Or
3: be Sasha and just follow people you guys around. You love
2: her, don't you? Well, no, no. I I just... She's... It, you know, She seems to have a bad attitude about it. Like
3: I just don't like that, you know... I, I really don't like it when people aren't playing the game to figure it out themselves. I feel like you're just leaning on people for... Like, if you can't figure it out... I don't know. I, d- I just don't like that element of it, you know? Just...
2: Mm-hmm. writing, writing
3: on someone else to figure it out and just like oh I'm gonna follow them around and then get the clues like why couldn't she just go figure it out for herself?
2: Well, she just did it in kind of a huffy manner i, I, I I'm fine with someone someone following someone else but at least have a good sense of humor about the fact that you're not getting it. Don't be like right. ah, ah.
1: yeah is. she is a little but bit it sassy. could all be she's playing, very sassy. it could all be playing us like she's still there. I don't know that she's got a scared card yet. No, she, she hasn't. She's still. She's just hovering. She's a bit sassy like I th- for me. She though. Is, yeah, but I, I think it's good. I. I. Still, she's in my pick. I have another pick that's you know we'll talk about later that's kind of rising up my <laughs> list. But she's still there. Like she does. She's, she's playing the game. She's being smart. She's just kind of hovering, right above. You know, and um, mm. I don't know. Mm.
2: We're we're pursing our lips on this side of the table. I know. I know
1: you are. But that's okay. Okay. So from the morgue and the periodic table, then we get another clue that says upstairs closet it leads them to the closet and then in the closet there's the handkerchief and in the handkerchief there's another riddle which again I love the sequence of riddles because I, like with that mentality that people can go to different places it's like you have to be right more than one time you can get one clue and then be sent so off which is really like so it's not the first person to get the, the first clue automatically is gonna you know ultimately get the bell rung you know what I mean like they're going around and it keeps the game real um, you know, and then it says the riddle that you're hungry for science, which I think we all kind of, you know, it, it brings them to the library, but we all kind of are like, could have been hungry for knowledge.
2: Yeah, I, I thought that was a pretty, pretty weak riddle for going to the library. But I, I mean, maybe it, we the number part kind of narrowed it down to a safe or sort of a combination line. Right. But I mean, you don't necessarily know that it's a safe because in, in in episode one there was a combination lock on the outside container for one thing. But I mean, even knowing that it's a safe, um, hungry for hungry for science. Just to me, it's uh, a lab. Maybe you know, if they hadn't already gone to the morgue, I, I just right. library. But Gino seemed to seemed to know pretty quickly for somebody right. who's not the killer.
1: Right, and I wonder, too if some something was edited out that mm. in the library there was like a science section that they've seen before because it seemed like he kind of went to the library and like right to the safe. Right, you know, like I'm sure there's not just a safe on the wall like chilling mm-hmm. at
2: all times. Well, no, yeah, he like
3: mean? had to open a door and there was a safe behind it, Right. or like a painting, right. or he moved. Uh, there was something. A, Yeah,
2: there was a door in a door reference in the clue, although it was front door. Um, right. At, and maybe the library is by the front door, and that would be more something that we could. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know the layout of the house. Still, they're a little right. gamey with their angles.
1: But yeah, I felt like there was something in there. Maybe we missed it, but I feel like there was something in there that. It was kinda like, okay, he's opening a door and he's in a safe, like how did he know the safe was there? Like he it looks right. like he ran right to that, yeah. and moved and no it, and got it, and got in the safe. And exactly no one else no one followed him. <laughs> no one him. followed
2: him. I mean it was it was almost bizarre how he immediately was there. It was like
1: well, he did like a little wiggle step and like vanished. Like yeah. there was people right behind
2: him yeah, getting the, the handkerchiefs. There were like four people getting the handkerchiefs. Right.
1: Well and so
3: that makes me wonder, like, are they allowed to like look over the house beforehand and kind of observe things? Because he even said, Okay, there's a safe safe in the master bedroom and there's a safe in the library and he immediately went there you know so it's like were they given time to kind of look around the house for stuff without they get, each when other? they first got there maybe when they first got there because Gina took of, a
2: nap when they first got that's there That's true, did,
1: wasn't it but maybe he napped in the library
2: no he was napping in his room they showed it
1: <laughs> well i think too they're getting more familiar with the house just right. because they're being there right so they might be you know seeing things making notes keeping their own notes of like what You know, I saw this weird thing in this. Maybe that could have to do with one clue later, which, again, the whole theory that there's clues in every episode that are leading up to who the killer is, that they can go back, or something like that. You know what I mean? Maybe there's a piece of that puzzle that
2: we're not privy to. And maybe he just went to get a book and you know, earlier. Well, see, that was
1: the thing. If it would have went to the library, and it would have said, like, a science section, and he moved the book, and we saw the door open, and then there's the safe, like to me, that would have been a little bit more clue. Yeah.
2: Or, I mean, I, I just was curious what those other three or four people went. Like, I mean, yeah. The, yeah. it's not like, this isn't like a 10 acre thing when they're inside the house. I mean, as far as yeah, you know, physical proximity, where the, I mean, even just somebody went, who went off on a red herring could potentially see, you know, Gino on the way. So I, it was odd to me that, uh, you know, none of the other eight people saw him and he just immediately went there. And he, he also, he, he closed the safe back. He put it back in the safe and closed it up again, which was weird.
1: Very weird to me, too, because if I would have found that clue, I would not have put it back in the safe. Right, I would have just put it in my pocket. I would have folded it up, put it in my pocket. So if somebody else did get there with the handkerchief, you know, clue with the combination on it, they'd open it up and
2: be like, oh, this was wrong. They what, would I'm, think but, that it was but a red didn't herring. did
3: the bell go off?
2: Not until he put it back.
3: Oh well, maybe there was instructions on there, like he had to put it back then. Right. Well, I mean, but
2: well, I think there were instructions that he had to. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I mean, if, if maybe that was just as you know, to 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 try to either to honestly or to you know to to tip us off that he didn't know it was the last clue. So if he's trying to let us know that he's not the killer, because other I, you would know if you were the killer that that's the last clue. But if you weren't the killer, you wouldn't know that's the last clue until the bell rang. So maybe you would have to put it back. Am I right. I think I.
1: No, no, no. I think I understand what you're saying. It's like his instinct, like before the bell rang, his instinct was to put it back. Rather than, I feel right. like if that was the last clue and I got it, my instinct would be just to read it and hold on to it. And then the bell would go off and I would still have it with me. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the sequence of that was a little bit interesting to me as well because, you know, like, exactly that. It's like, they don't... Kn- like, he didn't know he had to put it back and shut the safe in order for the bell to go off.
3: Right. And maybe also because of the way that, you know, the season works. Like, you have to you know have the clue out get the information and then like someone else could be there reading it with you you know or there's other people so maybe that had to do with something like you have to put it away first in order for it to end yeah you know so that if there are three people there you have to read it as fast as you can and put it back
1: yeah or maybe it said something to the effect of like you'll have this clue for 30 seconds take a photographic picture in your mind and now you know you know what i mean like there was maybe some other because there was a lot of writing on it it was a schematic there was a lot of you know Mm -hmm. writing on that um Okay, so then, that pretty much, Gino figures out it's the cyanide, and I think that it was very interesting, again, how he, in his head, went and talked to Dana first, and she knew, which was very shocking to me.
2: That was another thing that, like, jumped. Right. I mean, they were talking, and suddenly Dana knew the exact cause of death and it wasn't even clear how he approached her whether he told her anything i mean it was just like and maybe that's something that they're doing to kind of create intrigue right um but yeah i mean she had she seemed to know the exact like cyanide uh, hydrogen cyanide powder that was placed in there and then when you you know when you do a specific thing to to uh the compound it turns into a gas that floats up
3: Well, I think, you know, before when we went back to when they were all sitting around talking, they were saying poisoning, you know, and I think it was just kind of like she had the time to then like think about it. You know, as the clues were going, so she had a, you know, she had a pretty good time. If she's a nurse, to figure out, okay, he was poisoned. What could it have been that poisoned him and turned his hands red? And then she remembered that it was her family that, or her dad, that did that. But so,
2: why would Gino? The, the, I mean, the, the big intrigue in my mind is why does Gino pick the person who's been the weakest the last two weeks? Is the the last two weeks is the person to go to and with this, Is it because she's been the weakest? It just seems like
3: well, because he wants to save his own team. That's what he. But initially why? Is she, said. No, but why does
2: he go to Dana? That's all I mean. He's got he's got four other people. Why doesn't he go to Ronnie? Why doesn't he go to? Well, wasn't you know,
3: she the first person to approach him?
2: We we didn't see that. We just saw yeah, them talking. It That's easier. the thing. Yeah,
1: but in that too, I thought that you know the fact that he picked Ulysses and Lindsay to be the ones that didn't get the proper information, and they later aren't the ones to get the scared cards. There's some there's something in there happening. Because he told everyone except the two of them, that's what I thought was weird. That he told everyone except the two of them that it was this poison, and then Chris said it was oxygen.
2: Well, he no, he just told them there was a rig. He brought in he brought in Chris and Ulysses, or excuse me, Chris and Cam, and he said to them. There was a rig in the in the stove. He intentionally held out the cyanide por- portion for Chris and Cam. Yeah, yeah. Because remember, yeah. he
1: said,
3: "I'm he said I'm going to tell him
2: enough, just that- enough." Right. Basically, what he was what he was trying to but engineer... but he told
1: Lindsay less.
2: Um, he didn't, he didn't tell them anything. anything. Basically, what he was trying to engineer is he, he's like, okay, here are the five people on my team. You get all of it from me. Here are the two people I like most from the other team. You get half of it. The two people I want out, you get none. And then what happened was that the the portion of information that he shared with the bottom, with the middle two mixed down to the bottom four. And he figured that out when they, when they didn't get the scared card. So now he knows that his, theor- that his attempt to bring those four, those two into his confidences did not work.
3: And he picked them because he thought Cam was the killer. And that, so he was like, if I t- even try to do that, he's still going to be saved no matter what. Like, he's not going to die. So I have to try to kill off these other two people.
1: Right, but in that, then Cam winds up being scared as well. But not killed. But not killed. So and right. so maybe that yeah. is
3: because Cam really is the killer, and then he just wants to make it look like he's not the killer, so right. he gets the scared card, because as we see, Ulysses is the okay. one that ends up dying anyway. It, it's right.
2: weird, though, that, that, that Gino. Well, I, I think it's weird that Gino would be so sure of who he thinks is the killer at this point that he would actually base his like his who's in and who's out decision on it. And, but, that to me and I'm just
1: interested because I thought it would have been very, very interesting if the scary cards were that Lindsay was included in that. Because then it would really show that their – because in a way, their manipulation of the game failed. Like, everyone to try and ostracize Lindsay out, she didn't even get a scared card. So it didn't work. Right. So if that would have worked, I think it would have been really interesting because then it's like, wow, they can all – like, these people can go – form a you know, alliance or these people can now as well. But well, that was because
3: oh. Cam decided that he didn't want that to happen because he knew that Gino was controlling the game. And so Cam decided, I'm not gonna let them control the game. Here's all okay. the information. So they all had equal information and unfortunately Ulysses was the one that decided that you know, like he didn't really listen to any of it because then he ended up saying that the bear, you know, uh, not bear, the, cat. the lion, you know, mauled him.
1: <laughs> the elephant, no, <laughs> you know, what? I think that's very interesting too. Now that you say that, there's probably something going on in the back of their heads too. That's like, well, I kind of think this, and maybe he's lying to me, right? Because they, that's you know, they all didn't follow suit to what he told them
2: right i mean there is a lot of dramatic irony here in the sense that we as the audience see a lot of stuff that they don't see and so they true there i mean there is a lot of i'm sure there's a lot of uh intrigue and and just questioning amongst the people in the house, even among the people of their own team, because they don't know if at, you know, I mean, unless you physically have eyes on someone the entire day, you just don't know what's being shared. You don't know what's going on in the room that you're not in. Then after that, you just don't know if when everyone's running around the house, they, you know, they hop into a broom closet for just a few minutes, you know, have a a couple of conversations and whatever, and, (laughs) and get back out. Right. They
1: have sign language passing notes through mm-hmm. the house. Like, it's, I mean, I guess it's possible. And, and, it's all
2: possible. Uh, well, and I mean, I think that's, that's why Lindsay not getting the, the scared card creates still a lot of intrigue in that now people are, are still right where they were in the sense that I don't know that I can trust anyone. I, everything I try to do blows up in my face and the re, you know, it, it could certainly be because no one here is trustworthy. Yeah. But there I think a is. lot of
1: people are going to think Gino's trustworthy now because he shared, at least to his team, yep. he shared the actual information. And when they heard that, that's, you know, they all hear how it really happens. So they knew that he wasn't lying. As opposed to last, like previous yeah. times where they heard it and they're like, why didn't you tell me that? Like, you steered me in the wrong direction. Like, he was pretty straight up.
2: Yeah. Although, I mean, I think that a lot of people are even the people in the cast are, are in this house are um, you know kind of canny enough that they understand that okay he was honest to me last time that doesn't guarantee that he's honest to me this time I and mean, it's just like it's exactly like in poker like the reason that you know you show a bluff is to show people that you can't be trusted but it's the opposite just when you just because you have the cards the first four times you show I mean everyone still knows you can bluff. Um, and everyone still knows that Gina right. can lie. I mean, if anything, they know that Gino has shown them the truth and that the next time could be the time that he's trying to get them out.
1: Right. But in their heads spinning of can I trust? Can I not? Can I trust? Can I not? This was definitely a check in the I can trust for Gino. Right. Like, I feel like there's so much going on in all their heads that, like, they might not be able to step back and look at that
2: thing completely
1: from all sides.
2: Gino seems sketchy to me. Yeah. Uh, ever since that nap, I don't know. <laughs> You've had
1: it out for Gino, huh? No,
2: I just. I, 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 he seems uh, there's a lot of there's a lot of editing going on when he's when he's running around the house doing his thing. Which... Yeah,
3: I don't even know where he came from. Oh, he's like, a bar
2: trivia host. No, yeah.
3: I mean no, I mean when the clues were all, you know, Sasha followed, found the clue, and then Gino just appeared out of nowhere, grabbed mm. a handkerchief, and was like, "All right, let me go get the clue," that's, and he went right to it.
2: That's how bar trivia hosts do
1: but it's interesting we said that we kind of were saying the same thing last week about Ronnie we're like where'd he come from so it's very interesting that they're doing that they're keeping us on our toes like who's gonna be it next like is next week Sasha gonna know all the clues and we're gonna be like (laughs) (laughs) and we're gonna be like oh my god she knew like we don't know um, well, I mean, I'm pretty not, sure of that one. Yeah, and,
2: and I, I, <laughs> oh, my
1: God. love Sasha. She's been tweeting back. She's great. Um, okay. So then we move on to right after, you know, they break down what exactly happens, which we, which wasn't a big surprise this time. There wasn't anything in that breakdown that we were kind of like, oh, that, you know, happened. Um, yeah. It
2: would have been, I mean, they could have at least shown us where they got the, the mountain line from, like, what site? I'm curious. Petco?
1: where they ordered them online. Yeah. Animal Finder?
2: No, but oh, they did
1: no, no, say no. that the animal was not hurt. I like that. Um, <laughs> and then we moved to the scared or spared dinner. And again, like, I really, you know, Dana, I'm pretty impressed that she was the one that was totally, like, the safeguard right away. Like, she displayed nothing but, like, intelligence this time. She wasn't dramatic at no all. tears.
2: There was no tears. She had the right, not just the right... Um, active ingredient, but the right compound, which uh, impressed me as someone who enjoys the periodic table. And she's
1: a nurse, and she was using her skills. Like, she, as much as Gino stepped up and found it all out, like... He got clued along the way. She kind of just used her background and her family background to figure out for herself what happened, which I was kind of impressed by. Yeah, what was the family background that it was... Her dad was into bath salts. <laughs> well,
2: I, uh, no, <laughs> no, I don't, no, think, I don't no, think that no, was I don't, exactly... I, I, I think this is a, a different type of bath salts. I'm pretty salt sure painting. that that
1: was not
2: what uh, they her, said. Her dad might have been into bath salts, no, but that was not what gave no. them the family business.
1: <laughs> let's not put that out there. Sorry. But she knew... <laughs> Bring it back. She knew that the compounds together made cyanide. Sorry. <laughs> and Virginia has the giggles. Okay. So Dana's safe and then we get all around. It's kind of a dramatic, scared spared. Um, and they, you know, leave it down to like the Lindsay and all that stuff. And Cam and Ulysses are both scared. Which again, you know, right away, like you were saying earlier, Brian, like that brings a big problem to that team of four when half the team is scared. Like someone's gonna die on that team. So that was very, very interesting that that's, Literally. The way
2: they did it. someone literally is gonna die on that no, team. No,
1: they're not. And then <laughs> wait, hold the phone. Literally. Then we go to the phone call of the killer. <laughs> Giles gets the phone call with the kill. It says the killer calling and it's this, you know, recorded, put-together voice message of each one of them admitting that they were the murderer. And I thought the facial expressions were, you know, hilarious is maybe a good word as they went around realizing it. Um, Good editing and how they're all saying, like, they must have edited this together, or words from here, there, and the other thing. But again, that made me realize... Like, at no disrespect to any other reality shows, but so many other reality shows are just based on, like, drama and, you know, whatever's going on. Like, I stub my toe, like, I'm crying, this one, that one. Like, we know no one's dying, so all of the, the cast of this show are pretty good actors as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, they, they, they play the game, and they they're not just, like reality stars of like like they're not just themselves in this like they are to some extent acting every single episode and i feel like it's good it's believable some of it's a little overacting like in some parts like whatever but it's not like i think it's a lot better than a lot of all the reality of the shows that it's are out definitely
3: there. up there with like the kardashian level of acting <laughs> that you can see on that
1: show uh, I don't I don't uh, frequent I don't that show but if you can explain though you uh, <laughs> know it's very true to like they do I think the
3: only Oh one you're that, serious. Yeah, oh. like the Kardashians they definitely act on that show. That's not real. Like we all know that that's not real. It's scripted. Wait. And even like <laughs> even Wait, so Kim's not she didn't have a baby? Yeah, you, you guys know what I mean. Right. Um there's definitely like they have to act. They have to be surprised. And I definitely right. think that they they do do that. They do that very well um melina tends to overact i love her but i mean i think we've just gotten really used to how dramatic she is is, on there
2: are lamar and chloe still together yes bringing it back okay bringing it back
3: bringing it back okay but yeah they do they do a good job of it yeah i think they do do a good job it's nice and humorous i feel like there was less puns this week no and less
1: tears Less puns, less
2: tears. No, no, more
1: significance.
2: There was, more g- significance. <laughs> there was good puns. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like the right? puns.
1: The
3: Mountain Lion.
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. L-Y-I-N. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's correct. That was the only one. No. But, which brings yeah. me Just to... go rewatch the Giles scenes.
1: Yeah. The, well, the lion. But, okay, so then... I'll come back to that, but then we go, you know, the message from the killer about the stables. So, you know, at the end, we're seeing the stables. We see everyone on the horses. I have to admit, Giles on a horse is maybe one of the favorite things I've seen <laughs> on television in a very long time. I like how he
2: got a white horse.
1: Like he got a what? His outfit?
2: Yeah, he, and, he got he he was the only one who got to wear a hat. Everyone else was wearing a riding helmet, he but he got to wear a, a cow-
1: he got a cowboy he like a lasso. <laughs>
2: He's, he's I love really him. enjoying it. I he's really, really. chewing the scenery, but it's yeah, good stuff. He yeah. was.
1: And
3: everybody else got matching flannels. Matching yes, yes. flannels.
2: It's my dream. Why don't we have them on this show? We, we're, we're almost matching. You guys know, are matching. Staff, come on. So get think, on board. I didn't get
1: the memo, man. Um, but then, you know, we, we end with seeing that Ulysses is, is definitely killed on this episode. He got tranquilized or, you know, however that happened, we'll find and out next
2: week. Looks like I hope that the horse rolls over him, and then we have like a flat Ulysses, like in the end of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, and so in the morgue they're like, "Wait,
1: so so you're gonna you're the first to say that the mountain lion stuffed, but you think it's an actual horse rolling down the hill on
2: him? Well, no, 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 <laughs> but I mean, if they were to, if they, well, no, maybe saying. it's a large six hundred pound stuffed horse. <laughs> it's possible. It, 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 I, either way, it crushes yeah, his ribs.
1: It does. Right. I actually have witnessed someone get a horse on top of them in a polo match. It was pretty crazy.
2: Anyway. Oh, one quick thing is, oh. if his hair is still well done next <laughs> week, I'm going to be furious at this show, and I'm going to call them out on that, because we should see at least a stray hair. He does have good hair. His he has hair pretty is, good hair.
3: Don't be jealous.
2: I'm not jealous. Well, yes, I, I like, yes, I'm, I'm perfectly, yes, his hair is better than mine, and I enjoy his hair, but that's not why I brought it up. Right At 4.50 in the morning, his hair should not look like that.
1: Or after being trampled by a horse. Well, he might one, use the same stuff test. that Paul D uses. Just keep it right there,
2: straight. <laughs> Paula Dean? Pauly D? No. Oh, Pauly, I thought he
1: said Paula Dean also. Yes, right. No, Pauly Dean. Paul, Paula,
2: whatever. Paula Dean, also a good actor. <laughs>
1: yes. Anyway, okay. So, also, I wanted to touch base on a couple of really interesting things that the viewers have been writing to us. Um... This, on YouTube, someone left a comment who was WMGGW1968 who said Ulysses is the killer. Think about it. Week one, Sherry drops glass on his foot and is murdered for her clumsiness. Week two, Dante shares info about the musket ball, which Ulysses said not to, and he dies. Week three, Adriana barges into their conversation and is murdered. Week four, Don shushes Malena in front of Ulysses and annoys him, and guess what? He's murdered. Which I think is very, very awesome that the fans are following along they're figuring out these theories clearly this theory isn't correct because ulysses is, is dead now but i think that there is a bigger picture happening here that people are aware of like people are aware of some one thing happening in one episode definitely affects something happening in the next episode definitely affects something happening in the next episode so i think that's really really interesting and we love your comments keep them coming um also, before we move on to predictions, and we will this time predict who we think the next person to go will be, along with who we think the killer is, we just wanted to share some exciting news at AfterBuzz over here. Our creators, Maria Menounos and Kevin Undergo, um have a new movie out, Adventures of Serial Buddies, and it's available for you guys to download. It's kind of... Like, Dexter meets Dumb and Dumber. It's really funny. You guys should totally see it. They do a lot for us over here at AfterBuzz, so you guys should check it out and, you know, leave some comments for them. But, okay, now on to our predictions.
0: And now, your AfterBuzz TV predictions.
1: Okay, so let's start with who we think is going to die next week.
0: Ulysses. He's dead already. (laughs) Nah.
2: (laughs) Touche. The horse. What do you
3: think?
1: What do you
2: think? Virginia? Virginia? Virginia, What you got?
3: Um, You know, I think that it might actually be Gino. I don't know why. I just feel like Cam is going to come back with a vengeance in his team, and they're going to try to freeze him out. I don't know. I'm just thinking, like, it's not going to be Dana. It's not, I don't think it'll be anybody on Cam's team, because I think they're really, like, they realize that You know, like they have to win this challenge, or you know the clues. Um, And I don't think it'll be Ronnie. And I feel like Sasha's just gonna follow them around until they figure it out. So I feel like Gino is unexpectedly gonna figure or gonna be gone. What Mm -hmm. about you, Brian?
2: I think Lindsay. I I think eventually um, she's just gonna be frozen out. It it might have worked this week, and I know that they're they're gonna want her on on the cam team next week but i just feel like um at some point there's going to be an opportunity to withhold information from her between cam and chris and if they're both concerned for their well-being um they're going to take that opportunity and i I do think that team two um is going to start is going to start having internal division within the next two weeks but i don't think it'll be um dispositive for killing someone next week
1: okay um it's funny because I was thinking Ronnie. For some reason, I'm just thinking Ronnie. I'm bounty hunter. The bounty hunter. Because he was really good and then he's quieting down. But, like, I agree. I agree with the Lindsay thing. Like, that can only last. Like, if that lasts for the next five episodes that they're trying to, like, plot for her to get kicked out, it's going to get boring. You know, like, we're going to get over that storyline. They've already made such a sharp turn on her storyline. Um, you know, next week we, we... Also, what looks interesting about next week is that... It is outside. So, um, and then, so who do we think the killer is? Virginia, who you got? Um, I'm going to just go with Dana. Okay. Brian?
2: Uh, I still think Gino.
1: I'm still going to go with Sasha. You can find me on Twitter at I-A-M-S-T-E-F-Z. And you can find me at Virginia Arena.
2: And you can find me on
0: next
1: week's podcast. Sweet. Matching outfits again. Thank you guys yeah. so much for listening. Have a great evening, and keep watching. From Bing.com,
0: executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com.